back to the New York Sports Exchange, episode number 102. Hey, YouTube, what's going on? <laughs> Finally. Finally. We promised we months promised and months ago. <laughs> oh, yes. Remember when I said subscribe and like our videos on YouTube? This is why. This is why we're here. YouTube, we are online just for you guys, for the YouTube. Lots to discuss. Yankees and this and this first half in free fall. They fire their hitting coach. They get a new hitting coach. The Mets drop two out of three in San Diego. <laughs> I New York I, baseball does I not look good. They needed to win that series so badly. New York baseball is just not at. It's not looking. It's not good. a good. It's not in a good spot. It really it, is. It's not looking good right now. Uh, we'll talk All Star Game. We'll talk Home Run Derby. All Star Game. Elias Diaz. Is that how you say it? I always is it Elias I, or Elias? I think so. I think it's Elias. Elias Diaz. All right, if that, that's what I'm going to call him. I don't know. That's what that's what we'll go on that because I don't All know right. either. Elias Diaz wins MVP. Hits a big home run. Uh, in other news, we will also take uh, talk some more baseball. Who's more likely? Who's who's more likely to make a run? Who's more likely to drop off? I know we kind of talked about that last week. Last week, but we'll. We'll be deep, more sure. Take a deeper dive, yeah. We'll take a deeper dive into it. Uh, Summer League. Victor Wembanyama and Britney, Britney Spears. Is that, uh, are we, <laughs> what do we think of that one? I feel like that one's just hilarious. I know, and I feel like it got brushed off by the media so quickly. Like, it was just something out of note. Like, came up for one day. If you saw it's it, you saw it. If you like didn't, you didn't. Yeah, it's random. It's so random. It's, it's just so random. random so, beef out there. He, he said he got, like, like, groped by her. What was it? Like. So basically, I mean, we'll t- we'll talk we'll talk about it later when we get to summer league. But basically, the moral of the story is no one got in trouble. I know charges were pressed, but they were eventually dropped because at the end of the day, the security guard was just doing his job. I feel like if he turned around and recognized that it was Britney Spears, he probably would have been like, "Yo, Britney Spears wants to say hello to you." Yeah, but I think it is would, what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, yeah, we'll take a deep dive into summer league. See how. The uh, top draft picks did. Uh, in other hockey news, a big free agent signing or more of a sign and trade. Sign and trade. Sign and trade. Uh, Alex DeBrinkett heading back home to Detroit, the hometown kid. So let's He's see what he like could do five there. Players from Michigan on the Red Wings. A ton of guys. And they're, I think Larkin's from Michigan too. Yeah. See how this eyes works are, out. Eyes are playing. I don't, I don't playing. know if this makes them a playoff team, but we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Um, all right. So let's get started. Let's talk some Yankees baseball first because there is a lot to unpack, a lot to unravel. You lose two out of three to the Chicago Cubs. That's not good. That's not good at all. Doesn't help me. That's not good. I think it's getting to a point where even, even like the broadcasters just don't care. Like Michael, like I went to the game on Friday. Probably one of the most uneventful baseball games I think I've ever went to in my life, and I saw Garrett Cole give up six runs in the first inning, and that was he, and that was more eventful. And plus, Carlos Rodon is now in the rotation. He actually looked pretty good. They wasted a pretty good Carlos Rodon start. It's just that this offense is just non-existent. Saturday they get a good win. You know, Stanton's coming around a little bit, hitting two home runs, but then Saturday and Sunday, sorry, was the big shit show. I think it was an even bigger shit show than than uh, Friday because there was just you have Domingo Herman who pitched a perfect game this year, a perfect game, 
hasn't been done since 2012, pitched a perfect game, and you have him going six innings with like 80 pitches only because you want to have him end the first half on a high note and you bring in the bullpen and they choke it away. Glaber Torres is making inexcusable errors at second base. Aaron Boone in the press conference, when he was basically asked how, like, how do you feel about Glaber making all these errors? He's like, he hasn't made an outlandish number of errors. He's made nine errors at second base. That's like the most out of any second baseman in the major leagues. And you're telling and me we're only halfway season. through. That's that's one a half lot. of a season is outlandish is not outlandish. Come on. Especially Come and, on. and I'm not knocking second baseman, but that's such an easy position. You don't have a yeah. long throw. You don't have to cover too much ground. Everything stays in front of you. If it stays in front of you and the guy's running the first, he's out pretty, pretty no. much. I I don't understand. I don't understand. And then it got to the point. So they lose. I think they were up three. Yeah, the Yankees were up three. They were up four to one. That error would have been a double play inning over. Probably would have won the game and go into the first half on a high note. They tie the game. They eventually take the lead. Yankees lose. Like that. That's and Chicago's not a good team right now. And, and the that's Cubs just, aren't a good team. They're not they're a good team. Best I know they have the hottest hitter in baseball right now in Cody Bellinger, but you have it's it's just not good. You're being shut out by a guy with a with a six nine ERA with a six nine ERA. I think what is that the worst and of I any loved, starting pitcher I in the league? I loved Jameson Tyone as a Yankee, but I'm sorry, he's fucking. You get terrible. one hit. You get one, one hit. hit. And it was in like the second inning. And then you have the Bulls to go say in the press conference, yeah, we had some good at-bats out there. You know, Volpe had some good hard-hit balls. Higgy had some good at-bats out there. You know, we just had to, you know, turn those hard-hit balls into some winning results. You aren't turning them into winning results. You aren't. So figure it out. Switch something up. So and that's what they did. And that's exactly what they did. Because immediately after Sunday's game, Brian Cashman did something that he has never done. Ever. That is mid-season the first fire. <laughs> that is the first mid-season firing Brian Cashman has made as his tenure in his tenure as Yankees general manager. Which Dylan is a little Watson, ridiculous. Like that's a little is, ridiculous. His <laughs> philosophy is you you can't have such he considers like one half of a year like a small sample size. Like you have to like evaluate the entire year, which I understand because you know there's always like the possibilities of turnarounds and shit like that. But it, it just got to a point where enough was enough, it, where enough was enough, and they fired Dylan Lawson. And honestly, in my opinion, do you want to know what I think was the final straw, Tim? What? The chicken parm story. Are you serious? Do you, you really I, think that was it? I think, honestly, like, I know, Tim, you said that. I, I know you basically said that, you know, sometimes it, and, you know, you played baseball in high school. It's sometimes, you know, it's your buddy that, you know, can really help you out. Like, hey, you're doing this wrong when you used to do this. But at the same time, you, that was high school, and I get that. Like, I'm you're, not This is your job, but I'm just saying, yeah, this is this guy's job. You're, you're paid to be the hitting coach. You're paid you to be the instructor. Be the, like, all three hitting coaches didn't realize that even Volpe himself. Like, it, it took your number two prospect, a number three, top three prospect in the organization to realize, hey, close your stance a little Close your stance a little bit more. You're a little bit more open. Like, how do you not? Re- I'm sorry. How do you not recognize that? Like, and when the story That's came true. out, it was such like a good story. It was like you know, yeah, fuck it, but Yankees, Italian. The deeper, yeah, yeah, the deeper you dig into it, it's baby. like. But then the more you like realize it, you're like, 
How did they not notice this? You can't. That like, means they're just not watching at bats, and that's you got to figure something out. And I agree with the fire. It, it, they cannot hit the ball right now. You got a third baseman batting one thirty-five. Do you want to know the the big stat? This is this is what? concerning. Uh, DJ LeMahieu is third out of all qualified hitters on the Yankees with batting average. So they've played enough games to qualify for you know the batting title or whatever. You want to know what DJ LeMahieu's average is? What is it? 220. He is third amongst all qualified hitters on the Yankees in batting average. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's, it's insane. That's and like actually insane. It's and it's going to be a struggle. Judge may, he may not come back if they're not in a playoff spot. So they're not in the playoff spot right now. I mean, yeah. And he said he said this is going to be a problem. He might have to deal with his whole career. I mean, it's a toe thing for a big a big guy like that. Yeah. Ugh. I, I, I don't, don't know. I they really got to figure something know. out. They got to figure yeah, something out quickly. So they do end up hiring a uh, former major leaguer, Sean Casey. He was a uh, teammate of Aaron Boone's in Cincinnati from 1999 to 2003. Um, this obviously isn't a make or break hire. This is, this definitely isn't going to, you know, sway how the season goes. Yeah, put him on a 22 win streak. Yeah, but he definitely has more of a positive approach to things he's a very he was a very high energy player from what i remember career 300 hitter got on base a lot i think this is much more simplified i think it's because this is almost this almost reminds me of when the colts hired jeff saturday like i feel like if it go it's more simplified though not like you know yeah we're tanking let's just hire this franchise legend no yankees but it's more like, hey, if it goes well, you're a hero. If it goes bad, and if it stays, if the hitting stays the same, you're only here for two months. Like, there's really like no. It's it's kind of like a win-win for him, at least. You know, like yeah. he's he's been dealt some cards. It can't get any worse. It really can't get any worse hitting-wise for them right now. So, yeah. it, and I mean, if there's move... any sort of improvement, I mean, a five percent batting average improvement is a win for him, and then that yeah. might get him extended. So, yeah. I, I'm. I'm interested to see what they're going to do. I wonder if they're going to make any changes. I don't really know what to. they're... They I need another really... starter. That's for I, sure. They need another really... starter. Because you cannot afford to have Luis Severino thrown out there every fifth day. You can't. Like, that's that, that can't happen. But they need bats, too. And, and what do you give up for another starter? Like, what are you going to get in return? You're going to have to either trust these prospects and call them up, or you're going to have to gut the system a little bit. So I'm interested uh, to see what they're going to do. I really don't know. It's just... I don't really understand how. I I don't get it. I I, I really I genuinely I genuinely just don't get it. But I I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do because there's a lot of guys available. But you know, there's a lot of big guys available. You know, who knows if the Padre season goes south for these next two weeks, Soto could be could definitely be available. If you know they want a rental guy in left field, they could go get Cody Bellinger. They could go get um Tommy Pham. Yeah, that, that's who I was thinking of, Tommy Pham. Who knows? But changes have to be made, and honestly, I mean, it's a start, but it's definitely not going to make or break. It's definitely this not going to make turn, or break. This doesn't turn the season around. Turn, unless it does somehow, but, you know, Yankees got, honestly, they have an easy, not really an easy stretch of games, but, you know, very winnable games coming up. You know, they have they open back up three three at Colorado, three at uh three against the Angels, and then... Three game homestand against the Royals, two games against the Mets, and then the tough 
the tougher part of the schedule comes comes back around when they have three at Baltimore, three home against uh, Tampa, and then four home against Houston. So this is definitely this is definitely this stretch of games for the next couple of weeks definitely needs to, you know, they need they need to play well. They need to play well, or else you need to have a crazy winning record. I think it goes bo- for both happen. teams. I mean, it it it's got to be almost single digit losses for this month, at least for yeah. the Mets' sake. And and it's it's tough saying that as just as, as my expectations and your expectations going into the season, like this is they not where I thought. Yeah, this is not where I thought this team would be for both of them. And now they're in a situation where they have to win, lose single digit games in July to maybe even have a chance. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I'm a little. I'm well, very disappointed. At least the Yankees. It's just like I mean, like the the division's very competitive. So, but he, the good news is there's an easy way to get back into the playoff spot. But the bad news is here, the Red Sox are only a game behind. There's a chance the Yankees could be in last place. Fine. Yeah. And, and when's the last time that happened? <laughs> when's the last? I think it happened this year. Honestly, I think they were like. I well, I mean, Yankees like finishing a, last, I'm just saying. Oh, finishing last? Oh, I don't know when the last time that happened. I mean, that's got to be forever ago. I, I don't know. But on the Mets side of things, <laughs> had to take at least two out of three. And they didn't. They didn't <laughs> do that. Diego. Oh, jeez. And I I got the Peterson start. I understand that you're not going to win a game with a guy with, you know, Peterson versus Snell. You're not winning that matchup. But to yeah. have... You know, Scherzer go out there, and then I was like, "Oh, maybe, maybe we squeak one by." They don't, and it, it, they disappoint me. They disappoint me time and time again. Um, I'm just curious to see where we go from here. They got a Dodger, a very tough series against the Dodgers, who are hot. Mookie Betts looks like an MVP, and, and it doesn't get it really doesn't get any easier after that. So I, I don't know what they're gonna do because they can't hit the ball, they can't pitch. They have, probably have the worst bullpen in baseball. I, I when they have guys like Dominic Leone warming up. I'm like the game's over. You can't. You you just you can't throw guys like that. They got who they got. Got from yeah. They got got from Seattle. He his first uh, relief appearance was terrible. The bullpen's atrocious. It's the worst I've ever seen it. You have to throw Peterson every game, and you can't do that because his arm's gonna get shot. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. I really don't. Um, This season might be a wash and one of the most disappointing of all time. With the highest payroll, team doesn't even make the playoffs. Worst team money could buy. The worst team I don't money could buy. That's, yeah. that's the infamous. That's the infamous book. But I, all we got to do is beat the Yankees. <laughs> that's all I care up. about. That's all I care about. Coming up. Coming up. Um, home run derby. I'll be honest. I I think that I will, last year's home run derby was very entertaining. This year's I was sort of kind of out of it. It's becoming the same thing over and over again. It's like the dunk contest. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Do I still was I still entertained by the home run derby? Yes. I just think that it needs to. I I'll say this till the day I die until it happens. They need to go back to the outs format. Ten outs. Ten outs. Keep the bracket format. Good. Like the I like the bracket. Not like you know bottom two. Yeah. The bracket format's good. I like it. They have to get rid of the time, the timer. I think they need to go back to outs because if they go back to outs, they can go to teams, which I think would be sick. If they did teams I hated too, the teams, the teams Ugh. suck. I hated I the team know. format. I didn't like it. 
I don't know. I'm I'm kind of getting tired of the home run derby. It's the same guys every year, and that's not a knock. I mean, how many power hitters can you have in I baseball? Home run hitters, yeah. But, but it's like I, mean, I I'd like to see something new. There's definitely like I think because it's just you can't follow the ball because every time a ball is in the air, they're getting the okay to pitch. So like you're yeah. only like watch. It's so hard to I follow know. like how. <laughs> Who has how many home runs? Like, the outfield hit? catching Vladdy's followed that ball pretty well. He took one fifteen oh in the mouth. How do you have like a hundred twelve year olds in left field and you don't think anything bad's gonna happen? Like what? It's hilarious. He got smoked. That kid. That was terrible. Oh <laughs> and my you know God. what? The, you know what the funny thing I thought was is that when he got smoked, they just like panned away. Like he just got hit. I, saw, I didn't even see him get hit. I just saw him laying on the ground, and, and I was they like, just like oh panned out. I was like, what the hell? This kid just got rocked. <laughs> Dude, they need to have like some qualifications or some yeah, you, shit like you can't that. Just throw because, a like, kid out there. Major leaguers are hitting a hundred, like a hundred and fifteen miles an hour off the bat. You expect some fucking skinny twelve-year-old to stick his glove out and be like, "I got That's, it." No, like he's gonna get fucking no. He's gonna get rocked. Anything happen? And it's so it's dude, it's so condensed that kids are running into each other. It's just yeah. a, it's a mess it's out not, there. It's a recipe for disaster. But I mean. I feel like it happens every year, though. Yeah, every year. Every year, someone's getting hurt. Every year, someone's getting dinged. Like they it, need, it's to, not... they need to. If they bring back the ten outs, then it's I fine. Like the ten, I think they need to bring out, the, bring back the outs format because I, you can't follow what's going on. Plus, I, because you know they're all trying to get as many. They're trying to get as many home runs. runs. How do I see yeah. forty-one home runs? I can't see forty-one I, yeah, home exactly. runs. I see maybe fifteen see home runs. Yeah. yeah. So. That was awesome, though. I know you're Pete all the I way. I didn't care. Kid. It didn't really matter. That was awesome. That was sick. That was insane. I mean, his balls were juiced, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> They're always juice. Yeah. Uh, I do did you see what Nate... Pete did? What did he do? Signed all of his home run balls. Oh, so yeah. Everyone I, did was that. I did Class see that. Class act yeah. move. Class act. Good move by Pete. Good move. Um, I do want to give a major fuck you to Adolis Garcia's uh, pitcher. He was like throwing him curveballs, dude. Now, hit. now you know who I bet on. But like, still, <laughs> he was like throwing him fucking like curveballs. I would have, I, I would have like, thrown the house on like, Rushman. He, he was the worst BP pitcher I've ever seen. I mean, Pete wasn't Dave getting Jouse good pitches either. So much better. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Guy was working was, away on. What Pete, what, why is he working? He, he was working like middle away. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. Julio's guy understand. was great. That's why he got 41. He got up and in every single time. It was the same spot. It was crazy. Yeah. T- uh, Tim's camera has... Well, not, oh. Of course, when we go to YouTube, classic move for this podcast. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> Tim's internet is uh, down. I can see you. You just can't see me. I don't know. I can, maybe yeah. if I do this. I mean, it's still going smoothly, but this is just... Ain't that a metaphor? <laughs> oh, wait. I don't know. Screen, uh, your screen's black. Uh, usually, what do you want me to do? Uh, I can't I fix it. <laughs> well, well, oh my god, this is hilarious. Um, but anyway, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. wins the home run derby after only having one home run at home, <laughs> which is just hilarious. Um, All Star Game. Garrett Cole starts the All Star Game, and <laughs> he. He got lucky. Let's just say that. He got lucky. He got very I lucky. Even, I didn't even see the game. What happened? Um, so I think the top I think the three batters he faced were Yes, Acuna, Freeman, and Betts. 
And he said to Rosenthal, he's like, I need to make sure I give Acuna like a pitch he can't hit because he's just going to fucking rip on it. And second pitch of the at bat, he fucking like bombed one to right field and Adolis Garcia like robbed the home run. Oh my God. And then Freeman came up. He hit it opposite field. It kept on carrying and carrying and carrying. And then a Rosarena jumped up and robbed it. I don't think it would have been a home run. It definitely would have went off the wall, but a Rosarena made an insane play. So then Cole ended up having like a two pitch, eight, <laughs> nine pitch first inning. Like it was immaculate inning. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. I saw. Yeah. Uh, I never get into. I always get into the home run derby. I never get into the All Star game. I can't either. I mean, the NL hasn't won since 2012, but they won. To, they won last night. I know, but I'm saying, like before oh. that, they won since 2012. Like you're a big National League guy. I mean, clearly, <laughs> <laughs> Luis Arias, two pitches, two singles. I'm betting the National League every fucking year. Every year, I'm betting the fucking National League, dude. I don't know how you lose for that many years. Like that's ridiculous. That's they, I, so I don't know. It's a fake game. It, it's such a, a game that you can. It used to should, be important. It used to be. It used to matter. But do you so think they should home. bring that back? Ah, uh, no. Yeah, no. I thought it was really stupid at the time, just because uh, like it was, they it was the stupidest rule ever. They didn't take it seriously, but like back when they did really take it seriously, and people were like charging the catcher and like they were like getting brawls, like that really, really did. Yeah, like that really did matter. Catcher, yeah. Now they do like what is it like a million dollars or something? I don't know. I don't know. They do like I don't think they even get an. Do they get an incentive for winning the All Star? You win game? MVP. Do you get a car? I think that was the NHL. Uh yes. I, I, that, that's how it used to be. If you win All Star game MVP, you get a car. It's crazy though. In like the NHL, like getting a car is like, though dope. You're not making like M- MLB money. You're like holy shit, I just got a free car. Like I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Any other All Star game news? I don't think so. Something crazy happened. Uh, a lot of Shohei talk. People teams trying to really get him recruited. I saw the Mets reporters are really going after him, asking him how he likes New York, him and Soto. Oh, did you see that dorky Mariners reporter? No, what'd he do? He went up to Felix Bautista, who is the closer for the Orioles. Mm-hmm. And so I guess like the Orioles social media team called him King Felix. Oh, you can't and... do that. <laughs> He like went up to Felix Bautista and was like, "Can you tell the Orioles social media team to stop calling you King Felix, even though there's only one King Felix?" And Felix Bautista, oh, yeah. who like barely speaks English, was just like, "Okay, <laughs> I don't know what that's, you're talking about, but okay." So that's so over the top. You can't. What are you going up to a guy telling him to tell the media team to stop calling you something? Yeah, like you're a fucking loser. Get a life. Yeah, yeah but baseball. Fuck. I mean. Second half upon us, and Tim, I think I have a future bet to make. Is it Braves winning the World Series? No. What is it? It's no one winning the World Series. I have, I think, I was going to wait until after the, I mean, you can get it at even money. Um, I was going to wait till after the National Series between the Texas Rangers and the Washington Nationals, and I did. I believe the Nationals took, if I'm not mistaken, the Nationals, yes, the Nationals took two out of three, meaning that the Texas Rangers have not won a series since June 15th against the White Sox. I believe that, or the, I don't know when it was, but they're White Sox series. They have not won a series 
since when they played the White Sox, which was on June 19th, when they took two out of three against Chicago. You ready for this? Yeah. Houston Astros are winning the AL West. Yeah, I kind of figured. I would pick that too. I mean, that roster is so stacked. How can it not win the AL West? Yeah. I mean, and if you can get the Astros winning any winning the division at even or plus money, that's just... Even it's like minus 100, like even if it's at yeah. that. But still, if you can get get some profit off of that not bad not a bad look not a bad look at all um oh, let's see any other so we already talked deadline i, I mean this is really it for baseball it's a slow, yeah, it's a slow moving week there's not really much going on <laughs> yeah there's not really much to do here um we'll talk why don't we just talk to the brinket trade real quick uh, um yeah. and then we'll do summer league yeah. So, I mean, Alex Dabrinkit finally gets moved after that oh. hiatus of him either coming to New York or going back to, you know, the Red Wings. Sorry, or, Tim. Uh, it's fine. He wouldn't, he wouldn't really feel yeah, well. I, I remember you saying you knew it wasn't going to happen, so I was yeah. like, all right, he's not as upset. Um, I'm not going to yeah, be a I mean, troll. He, he wasn't, yeah, I don't really think he would fit anyway. It's kind of a weird setup yeah. in New York. But he uh, a signing trade, so it was a conditional first-round pick in 2024. Dominic Kubelik. Donovan uh, Sebarango and a 2024 fourth round pick. Yeah, it is. And they get to bring it on a four year contract at 787, which I think is a steal because in the right right position and right situation, Alex to bring it's a 40 goal scorer. He had oh, a down yeah. year. He had a down year last year. So obviously, teams are going to get him at a little bit cheaper of a price. The cap's going to go up and you got him on a four year deal. So I think if cap goes up in the next two years, that seven eight seven looks more like a five five, and now you got a forty goal score on a very cheap contract. Could yeah. open up a lot of lot of cap options for Detroit. They might be a uh, an interesting team to look out for in the next few years. I don't think this is the final piece of their puzzle to make a Stanley Cup run. It's start or, though. It's definitely yeah, it, one it of start. you know you got Mo Sider reigning well not reigning Calder Trophy but a former Calder Trophy winner in Mo Sider. You know, they made a big splash in free agency last year, getting Andrew Cobb, getting a lot of these guys. Lucas and, Raymond, another young guy they have. They got yeah. a couple. They have a 6'7 guy from uh, Slovakia who come in. I mean, they, they're they a young team. Dylan Larkin's re-signed. They got a good top six. Uh, That's what I'm thinking of, Dylan Larkin. It, I mean, it, it's interesting to see what goaltending situation is because I'm not really even sure who they have in net right now. I, I think it's Vili Husso. Yeah. Um, I think I it's a trade for Hellebuck. I think that'd be a huge jump for them. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, Yajman's got a plan. So. I, just don't, I just don't want... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. You devil, don't want him. The devils, I do not I want the devil. If the devils... I cannot deal with Ilya Sorokin on the Islanders being just a vacuum against the Rangers, and I can't deal with Connor Hellebuck. Being Connor Hellebuck is the, the Rangers kryptonite. He gets like 50 saves every time you play him. That you guys just can't so, beat Winnipeg. <laughs> I just have like a nightmare over a fucking random game in fucking February or March. When like Connor save. had like sixty saves, I can't get over it. He's a hell of a goalie. So, uh, speaking of the Rangers, uh, Keandre Miller gets locked up two years, three million AAV, three eight seven or something. Yeah, so like a lot, yeah, a lot of numbers ahead of that decimal point. But I feel like this is more <laughs> bridge deal. I feel like this is kind of like the Heedle extension, where it's like, hey, we're in cap room hell right now. We can't mm-hmm. really pay you this much money, but wait a couple years when we have the money, yeah. and we'll definitely pay you. And he also, you know what? He also had a little bit of a down year last year. It yeah, was a little, little underwhelming from what people were uh, expecting. But you got him on a bridge deal. 
it's pretty cheap for two years. You still got to bring back Loft. You got a lot of cap. You got more cap to work with now. Yeah. I like the contract. I think now it opens up again more space. Yeah. It's like, it's like insane. I don't know what to deal with him. I, I heard he went to Ottawa to talk to them. I heard he was up in Canada looking at all those teams. The Canucks. Yeah, I heard so. Ottawa too. But he, apparently he wants to be a Ranger. He wants oh, to play I, side. I'm sure he just doesn't want to move again. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, it seemed like he was loving it here. Like, it, it, that's, older. That's, yeah, I don't know. C, he's a CAA guy now. Leon crazy. Rose. Like, it's get weird. Like, get it done, Leon. <laughs> All those Russian, uh, all those Russian guys really just love living in New York. Uh, so they do. We'll see. We'll I see what, what happens. It is. I, I really don't know what it is. Uh, moving on to summer league. Amani Victor... Bates has been balling. Yeah, he's been going off. He's been he's balling. Actually... What a steal for the Cavs. Guy can yeah, shoot the been... lights out. It looks like MPJ. Yeah, I haven't really watched much summer league, but I. So let's talk Wembenyama. So there was the Britney Spears drama. So for those we talked about it before, but for those who don't know, uh, basically Victor, the summer league in Vegas, Britney Spears recognized Victor Wembenyama and went up to go talk to him. And Spurs security thought that uh, it was just a random fan trying to grab at Wembenyama. So the security guard put his arm to block Britney Spears from Wembenyama. But now we have to realize that Britney Spears is like five foot five, five foot three, and Victor Wembanyama is a ma- a, a mammoth at, at seven <laughs> foot three. So when she went up to go get to, to go tap him, she literally there's video. She literally had to like reach for the stars, and obviously, the, the she was just short. If she were normal yeah. size, she probably would have got blocked in the chest. That like, it was just and that would have blown over it. proportion. It is what it is. Well, yeah. And then the whole like, and then, and then the first game, oof, did not go well. No, it didn't. It was a poor shooting. Yeah, that first points. game did not go well. Two for nine from the field. I mean, the the blocks are really what kind of kept it going. Five blocks. That's that's crazy. Yeah. And if you could do that consistently, mm-hmm. that's a crazy number. So. Yeah, it wasn't a great first game, but he bounced back in the second game. Yeah, second you know? game, he had a very good game. So I, uh, I, I they, people were calling him a bust way too early. I mean, Brandon Miller had two of the worst summer league starts I've ever seen, with like 15 combined fouls in two games. And he now he's starting to heat up. Today. Yeah. He's starting to heat so. up. Uh, this is, yeah, we're just really uh, waiting for it. Up, oh, they introduced all the new teams in the Big 12, and now it's just very weird. It's just, mm. It's so weird. Seeing all these new teams, Ugh. God, Central Florida, <laughs> fire, BYU, Cincinnati, and Houston. That's like so. That's gonna be so weird for basketball. I know. Be- yeah, Kansas traveling to Provo, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Provo, Utah. <laughs> like that's that's like that's, I just find it so funny. I mean, I it's find it hilarious. Yeah, uh, it's pretty, pretty funny. Um, let's. I'm going to talk about some UFC real quick because that was one of the best cards of the year, and I made a lot of money off of it. And that's what's going to. That's what's going to spark me to talk about it. Um, very good. Pay- a lot of money. Very good pay per view. Great main card. Great undercard as well. Uh, Robbie Lawler, one of the best UFC fighters of all time, in his retirement fight with a insane knockout like 30 seconds into the first round what a 
great way to end the career, end his career. Uh, in the middleweight division on the main card, Drykus Duplessis. I hope I'm saying that right. South African. Uh, <laughs> I knocked out. Rod- <laughs> I had his money line plus two seventy five, and he knocked out Robert Whitaker. That was amazing, insane. Adesanya confronted him in the octagon. It was pretty cool. Um, then new champion in the flyweight division, Alejandro Pantoja, took down Brandon Moreno. Also had his money line at plus one seventy five. It was I, I, I was on fire. And then I had <laughs> you're, uh, just, you're happy about this card just because you won a ton of money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, uh, greatest featherweight of all time in my opinion. Took down uh, Yair Rodriguez, third round TKO. Overall, good card. Pretty good card. Uh, do you know what's uh, UFC is going to the Garden in November? I don't know if you've heard, Tim. Do you know who the uh, main event's going to be? No. John Jones, Steve really? Mitchell for the heavyweight title, November 11th. John Jones is a maniac. John Jones is literally insane. Like, that, actually that man, insane. That man is ridiculous. That man's actually insane. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. We got our redraft. We do have, we do have to redraft. I completely forgot about that. We've been like holding that off for like a month. I haven't. I did it. (laughs) All right. You did it. Great. Um, oh, Bob Huggins, uh, the story, the story is so so much more upsetting. He's losing it right now and I feel bad. He's basically claiming that he never resigned even though he like sent a letter that he did resign and it's just not a good it's not a good look, look. it's not a good he should have just left it where it was yeah he's claiming that he went to a world-class rehab facility which you know good for him but i don't think that's really enough to get you your job back plus they already named an interim plus you know i'll, I'll give him credit because the guys that bob huggins did get from the transfer portal to bring back um, stayed because of who the interim head coach is. So, I West Virginia is still going to be good. I, I think they're still going to be that tenacious defensive team that they're always hyped up to be. But uh, yeah, sad to see such a legend in the game go like this. It's, it's just, just honestly just like upsetting the way it's turning out right now. It's like a yeah, movie. Yeah, he's like bas- he's basically like plant like threatening to sue. Basically, give me my job but back. Sue what? Like, what sue. grounds do you have that on? Like, yeah, the criminal like, charge. First off, he was suspended for the first three games of the season for making a homophobic remark on Cincinnati radio, and then he has this when he literally drove from Columbus to Pittsburgh, shit faced. Dude, like, he's like I'm Marcelo Zuna on the Atlanta Braves. Zuna from the Braves. I don't give a Ozuna fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I like I don't I don't understand. I want to talk some football, so uh, we promised some football talk. Um, let's start off right now. The Jets getting hard knocks. It's going to be interesting because they've made it very clear they do not want to participate. Um, so I I'm, yeah I don't know how they're going to I don't know how they're going to attack this. Yeah, I'm interested to see how this is going to work out. It, it's probably going to be a lot more. Uh, I feel like than people think. Yeah, because I feel like they're going to be expecting like you know it's, it's not going to be a Rex Ryan type thing. Yeah, they're no. I feel like they're going to be expecting like Aaron and Sauce and Garrett Wilson and all of them. When really, I think it's just going to mainly focus on Zach Wilson because that's just like yeah, a good story that that's know, where they're top, at right now. Top draft pick turns to backup quarterback. But you know what? I and I like 
how they're standing their ground, saying they don't want him because, I mean, this is now a team led by a future first ballot Hall of Famer. Guys great won veteran leadership yeah, too. Great veteran leadership, multiple MVPs. I mean, this is this team is you know he's running out of time. This team is all business right now. They think they have it in their head, and they're they're focused on winning, not really hard knocks. And I like that approach. I really like what they're yeah. doing. But uh, I think the only time that like because well back then when hard knocks was first introduced, it wasn't like meant to be a. A te- they it wasn't meant to follow a team that was just like terrible because I think they the first season of Hard Knocks they followed the 2001 Ravens after they won the Super Bowl so that like that was that team was loaded Shannon Sharp Ray Lewis uh, Tony Siragusa they followed all those guys and it was a pretty entertaining but then now it sort of turned into this like sort of I can't even remember when it did though because you look back I mean maybe when they went to the Browns because when you look at the they did the Jets in 09, right yeah, after. Yeah, they weren't that bad. Yeah, once they went to the Browns, it sort of just like turned into, like, it's... yeah, if you're fucking terrible, you're going on hard knocks. Props Maybe to the, the Giants. Giants. Props to the Giants for never going on hard knocks. I think they'll be the only team in NFL history to never go on hard knocks. It's league mandated, actually, from no, what I heard. It, it's not league mandated. Uh, I think it. Mm, I was. That's no, why the Jets are. The Jets no, are stuck doing company, it. No, HBO chooses who they pick. And they've just never picked it because basically you have to like agree to it. I think what's league mandated is you have to like comply with them and be like, okay, like this is what we're doing. Like you have to listen to, you know, the producers and all those guys. I, because every time, every time John Barra is like, we will never do hard knocks for as long as I am owner of this team. And I'm fine with it. Like, it's not like there's. No, I get it. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't want to see the Jets yeah. do it this year either. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'd rather I mean, the Jets I not do it. It's definitely not going to be a Rex Ryan. No, type. let's get a goddamn snack. It's not not guys <laughs> eating McDonald's, McDonald's on the field. <laughs> yeah, it's also that uh, quarterback documentary came out today. I cannot wait to watch that. Yeah, so this is, yeah, I, I think I'm right that the league can force a team to do hard knocks if they meet a certain criteria. So if the team has been on the show in the past 10 years, has a first-year head coach, or made the playoffs in either of the past two seasons, they're deemed exempt unless in rare circumstances they can put themselves forward. So oh, the okay. Jets don't have a first head coach. They haven't been to the playoffs. Yeah, and they, they haven't been on the All show right. in 10 years. So there's All four right. teams that were eligible to be forced, and the Jets were one of them, and that's why they're tightest. Right. <laughs> That's why they're real that's mad. They're t- okay, that makes sense. The that, Giant, that you know makes- why the Giants won't be on Hard Knocks? Because they're actually a good football team. They're a good team <laughs> now. They they are a good team now. Like if we, I, which is insane to say. They made the playoffs. Say, so they can't even be forced. That's true. I will say though, I'm very scared because that deadline's coming up for Saquon and I yeah, and Quinn Williams and Quinn and Williams. I think it's Josh Jacobs too. Yeah, Jacobs won't take an extension yeah. either. I, I really don't know. I, I Saquon has always been very public about, you know, he wants to stay here. He wants to be a giant for life. Like, he he's basically the building piece of this, of this They team. won't give him the money. They won't, and, and rightfully so. But he they basically said, like, he's just going to have, like, a sit-down with his family and be like, this is the Giants' final offer. What do we do? Like, do we think we can get more? I mean, how greedy do you have to be? You get offered, like, $12 million. 
You say no. I'm just like, I don't get it. You're at a position now, the NFL, which, uh, to be fair, a dying is, position. Dying like, position. Like, you're you're not going to get that money here. anywhere else. Yeah. I don't no know. Team's gonna get, I, I feel, I, I, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm, I'm Hard nosed football is not really a thing anymore. You no, know, it isn't. And, it's but, a college like, still, thing. Yeah, still, though. And, like, let's all realize that Dalvin Cook has not been signed. We're, like, two weeks away from training camp. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, I don't know where that's going to end up either. Like, I'm that's insane. Think, what there's team... no way his career ends like this. Like, there's no way. If Miami picks him up, I'm going to lose it. Miami could, but, like... I would lose. You know how good they would be? That offense with so many good. weapons? Because he's he they can receive the good. ball, too. Yeah. Fits perfectly in that scheme. I don't know why. I don't know how he hasn't been signed yet. Then I know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to talk some college? I did do some research. I, I can. I haven't really I, looked into anything. I know there. I saw the Clemson's like freshman training schedule. It's like it already started. It's like six a.m. Wake up, six thirty oh, breakfast. Yeah. It's like a fucking crazy. Probably three o'clock prayer group. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> do you remember that Dabo Sweeney quote from the Orange Bowl? What I think I, I, think I sent you this. They were talking about like NIL or some shit like that. And he was like, you know, we, bu- we built this program on NIL, but it's not the NIL that you all know of. We built this program on God's name, image, and likeness. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, all- then, which, which led to, do you remember the Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban beef where like Saban basically was like, you bought your players and then like it turned into like a whole big thing. Someone made like a fake Dabo quote and was like, "Nil this, nil that." Let me tell you a story about a man who was nailed to a cross. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I'm serious. <laughs> I'm so Dude, many freaking. I have Southern so many, schools are actually nuts, bro. Like I have so like, many Dabo tweets saved in my. Phone. Oh, the play-in tournament. We have to talk about the play-in tournament. They uh, revealed the play-in tournament. I completely forgot about this. What, for the NBA? Okay, first off, I hate this. So what is that when you uh, uh, you get a play-in spot? No, did I say play-in tournament? Yeah, the in-season oh, tournament. The in-season tournament. I don't yeah, know you why get I'm a cup. Playing. I thought you got a cup. I was like, are you? do you get a play-in spot from that? I was like, I'm not aware of that. No, no I no. hate this. I hate this thing. I don't mind it. it. It's just that... Not for me. It makes no sense. I don't like how it's a... It seems super AAU. It doesn't seem a, a. It sort of honestly it reminds me of like Champions League. Like it, it, it reminds me of the Champions. So for those who don't know, the NBA is having an in-season tournament, and I don't. My only flaw of it is that it's East-West. We already have an East versus West finals every year. Why not just throw all thirty teams into a pot, divide them all up, and see what happens? Like. I just don't get it because with Champions League, you're getting teams that would never play each other or not never play each yeah. other. They have they're not in the same league. They're you know, they're, you're playing across the world pretty much, and mm-hmm. like that's a lot. I feel like that's a lot cooler than me watching Charlotte win like you know the first two games and now they're in the play. They're in this tournament cup and I just don't. No one cares because they're not going to make the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so here are the it, group. But it kind of and it also for you anything. It also does you feel it takes anything away from NBA championship? Like now, some teams are going to be focused. Then, then this thing's meaningless. Then no one yeah. really cares. About, I mean, like if you win the play, if you I keep calling it the play-in tournament. If you win the in-season tournament, you get uh, each player gets a five hundred thousand dollars bonus. I 
some of these guys are making like 48 million. So I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. But here are the groups, uh, the Eastern conference group, a, uh, the 76ers, uh, the Cavs, Hawks, Pacers, and Pistons. Oh my God. So pretty much the same thing I would see yeah. every other week. Like why, the, yes. why is it Matt? Why? I don't know. Uh, group B, uh, the Bucks, the Knicks, the Heat, Wizards, and Hornets. And then uh, Eastern Conference Group C, the Celtics, Raptors, Nets, Bulls, Magic. It's just like a Tuesday night matchup I'd see every other week. It's really not a bit like this is kind Which, of ironically stupid. enough. So the group games will be in November on Tuesdays and Fridays. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's so, so yeah. meaningless. <laughs> I know. Western Conference Group A, Grizzlies, Suns, Lakers, Jazz, Blazers. West Group B, Nuggets, Clippers, Pelicans, Mavericks, Rockets, and Group C, Kings, Warriors, Timberwolves, Thunder, Spurs. I mean, and basically the top, the top team from each group, from each of the six groups, go on to Las Vegas for uh, the for the tournament for the for like the actual tournament. Then there's a wild card team, so that means that this out of the three groups from each conference. The best team that came in second place, point wise or record wise, I don't fucking know. Basically, is a wild card team. They make the tournament, and then East versus West. So one uh, wild. How does that even work? Am I gonna buy? <laughs> no, no one's gonna get. No, it's an eight team. So wait, let me do my math right. For yeah, it's an eight team tournament. So I guess like the wild card team plays the best Eastern. Con- so like the best team in that conference, and then. They, and then the second best team and the third best team play each other, and then that's yeah. The but conflict. then when, why is then why isn't it just one through four? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't. So here's okay. So here's how it is. So the tournament will begin on November third with group stage games running from November third to November twenty eighth. However, tournament games will take place exclusively on Tuesdays and Fridays. The quarterfinals will be played on Monday and Tuesday, December 4th through 5th on the higher seeds floor. Then the action moves to Las Vegas for the semifinals on December 7th and then the championship on Saturday, December 9th. There are tiebreakers. So the six group winners and the two wildcard teams that advance the knockout stages will be decided first on win-loss record. In the event that two, te- that two teams are tied, either for a first-place spot in the group or a wildcard spot, the league will use a series of tiebreakers. Head-to-head record in the group stage, point differential in the group stage, total points in the group stage, regular season record from last season, and random drawing if somehow there are two teams still tied after the Bro, first four options. This is so, so stupid. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I, I really don't like it. It's going to be the fun to gamble on, but like... Uh... I know. The winning team will receive a new trophy called the NBA Cup, and on an individual level, level there will be an in-season tournament MVP and an all-tournament team. In addition, the league will establish a prize pool that will be allocated that will yeah, that will be allocated allocated to teams that advance to the knockout stages. Players will earn more money to the longer their team survives, with the title winners receiving the highest payout. The players on a team that loses in the quarterfinals will, will receive fifty thousand dollars. Players on a team that loses in the semifinals, hundred grand. Players in the team that loses that loses in the championship, two hundred grand. And then the players on the team that win, five hundred grand. Uh, I don't like. I don't know. I don't like it either. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I would like. Like again, my my 
two flaws of this are I don't like how it's East versus West because we already have the playoffs where the finals are <laughs> East versus West. You might as well just throw every team in a pot, make them in a, into a group, have yeah. their, like make it entertaining. Make group play very entertaining. Make the Cavs have, play the Lakers to like start the thing. Group, like have a group of death. Have like a death group because like with, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at these groups. There are no death groups. Like, put a super group together. I want to see like yeah. Put a put a crazy group together. Like the nugget. Put the Nuggets. You know the Celtics, the Bucks, the Lakers. The like a crazy group. I don't like. I also don't like how there's only the top team from each group advances. I think if they want to make the, if they want to make this like long lasting, put the top two teams in each group. Mm-hmm. Like, but I get why they put the top group because then if it was the top two teams, then it'd be just be meaningless. But I really like the top. I I don't like that. And I also I want I think they should do a redraw if they don't want to. If they want to stick with the East West. I, again, I think that they should redraw like the Champions League. After the group stage, they have the redraw. Or after right. the round of 16, sorry, they have the redraw. Or right? No, or is it after the group stage? I don't know. I don't I forget. It, it, mm-hmm. it, whatever. But I, I think a redraw makes it more entertaining. Like, there's nothing wrong with having like a super group because then w- one of the smaller teams is going to make a run and then everyone's going to root for them. Like, I know. It, I don't. I don't I get it. You're trying to like make it like I. I don't. I don't understand this one. I. I really don't. I don't get it I don't either. I, I don't understand the in season tournament. But yeah. Um. Back to football. I. I it just brought up. Uh. I was talking about. Um. Oh my God. Why? Why am I hearing this? Aaron Boone's brother, Brett Boone, says he's heard some rumors on Aaron Judge and that he could be back right after the All-Star break, but he says that those rumors didn't come from his brother. <laughs> Dude, it... All right, what did you see this week, Stan? I don't even know what... <laughs> All right, I wanted to talk football, but I mean, I guess we'll talk college football next episode. Um, my what I saw is uh, that crazy lady in the plane. I didn't Hilarious. even see that. I didn't even see that. Oh my god! She got like kicked off the plane, and she was like pointing at some guy and was like, "That motherfucker back there is not real." She was like on some shit. Oh, freaking out! Freaking out! She was like pointing at some guy like that motherfucker back there is not real. That's so funny. Yeah, and apparently, it's that was hilarious. Uh, My next one I saw is the MSG Sphere in Vegas. Oh my god, that thing's crazy. That thing's like actually ridiculous, and uh, my next what I saw is uh, the Yankees adding uh, patches to their jerseys. Yeah, you weren't a fan of that. I mean, it's 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 now sports. Like the NBA did it, it it's worked fine. I just don't. It's just weird seeing something like that on the pinstripes. I know They're you're being... so old school. Like. <laughs> I know, and it's like I know it's like it's modern. It's modern having a sponsorship on the jerseys, but it's just like it's not like it, it, it don't, doesn't the NHL have sponsorships on the jerseys too? Yeah, or some do, some don't. Yeah, they do on the helmets. Yeah, on the helmets. Yeah, all right, Benjamin Moore. But uh, we are signed with Star Insurance until twenty thirty one. And yes, I said we. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I said we. Um, 
trying to think of any uh, hopefully this means we get otani that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> if this means we get otani then all is forgiven thank you star insurance <laughs> thank you star insurance <laughs> uh tim what did you see uh i played around a golf and i swear to god oh. every putt i had uh, lipped out and i almost broke my putter after like whole six because i lipped out on every hole before that and i was so angry that's oh. what I'm, that's what i saw this week uh, I also forgot to mention uh, there will be a new Netflix documentary. Do you remember the uh, Manti Teo thing and the Aaron Hernandez thing? Yeah. Are they combinating? Untold <laughs> Johnny Football. Damn. He's going to make some bread off that. August 8th. <laughs> if you think Texas A&M is going to like come out of this unscathed, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're screwed. Yeah. They're, this documentary is going to screw them over. Whatever. Um, He's going to make bread yeah. off it. Johnny oh, football, yeah. baby. Oh, yes. Um, redraft time. 2010, right? Yes, NFL. 2010 NFL redraft. Tim, you get it started with your number 10. Number 10, I'm going to take Geno Atkins. It's a little, little high. Some people might argue. And there's a okay. lot of big names in this draft, but I'm going to go Geno Atkins at 10. Or a little low, I'm sorry. A little low. Okay. I think some people might have him higher, but I have him at 10. My number 10, I'm going to go with Jason Pierre-Paul. That's a good pick. He wasn't on my list. He was an honorable mention. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's see. You're number nine. Des Bryant, actually. I put Des at nine. He's on the draft? He caught that ball. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did not catch that ball. I don't think... <laughs> He, re- I don't, I'm thinking he did not catch that ball. He caught um, that ball, Stan. <laughs> caught that ball. Uh, my number nine. I'm gonna go with Cam Chancellor. That's crazy. I have him at eight. Good pick, though. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with Cam Chancellor for that one. Uh, my number eight. We are gonna go with. Hmm. Number eight. We're gonna go with Indominus Sue. Good pick. Wasn't on my list. He was my honorable mention. That's a good pick. Okay. Seven, I'm taking Eric Berry. Number seven, I went with Geno Atkins. That's fair. Yeah, that's kind of where I had some people. Some people had him. That's fair. That's fair. Yes. Six, give me Jimmy Graham. Give me Jimmy Graham at six. I don't have Jimmy Graham on here. I'm He's sorry. a workhorse. Give me Jimmy Graham at six. I, I need that. That's I was nostalgia. stuck at nine between Cam Chancellor and Jimmy Graham, and I, I went with I went I had, with, to, I had uh, to take Jimmy. I had to take Jimmy. Uh, my number six. I'm going to go with uh, another Legion of Boom player. I'm going to go with Earl Thomas. I have Earl Thomas at five. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number five is Eric Berry. <laughs> there we go. Uh, at four, I'm going to take Gerald McCoy. My number four is also Gerald McCoy. <laughs> so then I think our one, two, three are probably the same. Give me Gronk at three. No. Ah. So who's your three? No. Give me Trent Williams at three. Who's your two then? Put that shit on. AB. AB's my, my gr- two. Number one's Gronk. Trent Williams is my number one. Gronk is the greatest tight end ever. I said it. Uh, Trent Williams just had a longer career. <laughs> I know Trent Williams. I, I know I know he's an offensive lineman, but I cannot hesitate to put. Hey, it's biased. I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, best tight end ever. I, I said it. I'll take that to the grave. <laughs> I'm going to get, like, attacked now. <laughs> I don't know. I agree with you. I'm not arguing. 
There's so many good tight ends, and now like Kelsey's just like fucking putting up. He's definitely still up one. It's him or Tony year. Gonzalez. Yeah, Tony Gonzalez definitely up there. I Jimmy am. Uh, had a, I, I honestly believe Jimmy Graham could have had the potential to be like one of the best tight ends ever if he like never left New Orleans. I know. Should have just stayed. Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. Should have just stayed. Wasted talent. He would have been insane. Fantasy legend in 2012. He Dead was ass. Awesome. I had him. He was a dog. He was, he was awesome. Him and Darren Sproles. I cannot wait for fantasy football. I yeah. I came to lose to again. It. I lose every year. <laughs> You lose every year. Oh yeah, you do. Lose. Not in last, like, but I just like, don't win. I always, always like get like riddled with injuries. Riddled. I feel like. like I'm just like, wow, my first three picks are done for the year, so that stinks. <laughs> yeah. What happens with me is like I like I always have like a good team. Like uh, we have my uh dad's side of the family, we have this like very like competitive fantasy football league. Like big money, all that. Every year I make the playoffs, I am like the Bill Belichick of like it's just that I always get like a high pick. I like last year, every year I have like no running backs either Dude. because they get hurt or there's just too talented of a wide receiver on the board. And I'm just like, okay, I have to take him. Like this past year, I think I took Justin Jefferson, but I could be wrong. But that's he, a great uh, pick, though. <laughs> I, I know it was a great pick, but it, it ended up costing me because I was like, um, I'm trying to like find who I had in this league. I'm like blanking. I know my quarterback was Herbert. I'm never drafting him again. Sorry. Dude, yeah, I'm no, I agree. I had him in that league too. I, <laughs> I did like not second, like him. That was like my second straight year having him. I was just like, um, I just need to figure, like I need to have a good team this year. I always like swing and miss on some rookie and I'm just like, that's not going to work. Who you are going to swing and miss on? Who? Beyond Robinson. Yeah. You know, you would think I said, I wasn't going to swing and miss on a, What's his face on KC? And I was horribly wrong about that. Oh, uh, Edward yeah, Edward Solaire. Yeah. I feel uh, like who's even like the top running back? Is it still going to be Derrick Henry? Bright always is, bro. He he gets so he many. Always, well, last year was Jonathan Taylor, and he had a fucking terrible year. But he gets so many touches. It, it, it of course, is going to be him. I'm trying to like find like fantasy football rankings. Um, draft guide ranking. Here we go. 12 team, oh wait, 12 team PPR, running back rankings, PPR. Let's see. Oh, yeah, McCaffrey. Forgot. Fuck. <laughs> McCaffrey, Eckler, Barkley, Taylor, Beyond Robinson, Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard, Nick Chubb, Travis Etienne. Round out the top 10. Dude, I drafted Etienne too. Etienne blew me, bro. Etienne's a sleeper. Etienne's a Oh. You think I'm drafting him again? <laughs> I mean, I would. The Jaguars are fucking. I don't know. Insane. I'm not drafting him again. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't know. I I would so get. I would so get him. I love Ken, Kenneth Walker. Brees Hall's due for a bounce back year. He might be slow though. He's coming off an injury. Yeah, I might wait on Jameer Gibbs, only because they also have David Montgomery, and I feel like they're gonna like do what throw they the did. Throw the ball with... a ton. Yeah, they're gonna throw I the ball. I think he might out. have a huge year. Jameer Gibbs. No, uh, what's his Ma- face? Montgomery. No, oh, oh my God, hold on. Uh, just Justin Fields. Oh yeah, no, David Montgomery's on the Lions. Oh, then I'm not forget what I'm talking about. <laughs> David Montgomery's on the Lions now. Um, I'm shocked that Pacheco's this low. I feel like he would be pretty good, don't you think? 
I don't know. It's all, it's, uh, dude. It's all guess. It's too early. I mean, it, it, this is, Wolf, this is Wolf. the living, the living, breathing personification of the dog days of summer. Yeah, where, it, we're talking about fantasy football right now. <laughs> we can't talk about it right now. There's gonna be injury and hard knocks that I don't want to watch. So yeah. it's just real time. Yeah. Yep. Taking yep. that picture. Oh, you see my nice reflection. There we go. Put the yeah, caddy head on. I'm, I'm just, I'm just way too excited for football. Way yeah, too excited. We'll get there. It. I need it like I need air. To be up, to be perfectly honest, I just, I just need it. All right, we'll get there. That's gonna wrap it up. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube and like this video on YouTube. Yes, our whole episode on YouTube. Finally, be sure to follow us and rate us on Spotify. Five stars. Five stars only, and we. We'll see you guys next week for episode 103. Peace out, guys. Peace.